Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A burger joint has closed after a video appears of them uh, cooking a rat. Yeah, yeah, a rat on the grill. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this is one of those uh, this is one of those videos you don't want to go viral if you ever plan on uh, if you ever plan on eating another burger <laughs> in the near future. You don't want to watch this. Uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, a Hawaiian burger-based chain is closed. Uh, it's closed for cleaning, it says. So I don't know if it's closed for good or just for cleaning. I think you should, you got to close this for good. That's just my judgment. I'm not a restaurant uh, official, but I would say uh, you don't get a second chance after this, okay? you got to be so dysfunctional to cook up a rat that I don't think you just can close for cleaning. You know, yeah, yeah, we're going to close. Yeah, they told us to shut down for two hours while we clean up the rat situation. (laughs) Come on, guys, come and get our burgers. We'll be open later tonight. Come back. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't think we're getting burgers from you ever again. Uh, Okay, so after the video posted to social media and it appeared to show a rat being cooked on the grill. The place is called Teddy's Big Burgers. And and it's it's a chain, apparently. And it's closed the, the Mapunapuna. Mapunapuna? Did I say that correctly? I don't know. I'm sure Michael will tell me if I pronounced that correctly. Michael, who's probably in Hawaii right now. Shout out to Michael. Uh, Mapu Napuna location had to close and they had to fire two employees who appeared in the Snapchat video. This must have been a joke or something, right? They were just screwing around, is my guess. Here's a quote. We are horrified that a former teenage employee would conduct themselves in that way and make such a video of which we are investigating its authenticity, said the president of Teddy's Bigger Burgers. Teddy's bigger burgers. <laughs> our burgers are bigger. We got bigger in the title. Yeah, you should. Why should we have your burgers? Well, they're bigger. Yeah, they're bigger because they're. You use rats. You use eight pound rats instead of quarter pound beef patties. <laughs> nah, we don't. Yeah, yeah, you do. Teddy's bigger burgers. This sounds to me like some uh, teenage employees were just uh, screwing around because let's face it, they're not paid enough to do their job. You know. We've all had those jobs that they just don't pay you enough. I had one of those jobs, and I screwed off. I totally screwed off. I worked in a kitchen for no money. And, um, yeah, we used to screw around. We used to throw, man, we used to throw things at each other, like just gobs of mashed potatoes. And, like, I mean, we just totally screwed around all the time. Because you, we, I was getting paid nothing. The company initiated what's called a, quote, complete sanitation. Um, you should have, you should have, I hope that includes a complete uh, uh, anti-rat program as well. A de-ratification, if you may. De-ratify. Get it? Ratify? Hey. Uh, they're replacing their equipment and the utensils. You should just shut the fuck down. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I dropped an F-bomb there, but seriously. <laughs> you got to shut down, man. You can't. You, you don't get a second chance after this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who? No one's buying a burger from a place who was caught on video cooking up rats. It's just not happening. You can never go there with a clear conscience after this. That's just my opinion. 
yes, I'll go to their other locations, but this one, this one's done. This one's done for me. Uh, they said, uh, we will then send a corporate team in to inspect and complete a thorough audit of the location before it is allowed to reopen. Yeah, I love how they send their own people. We're going to send someone from corporate over there. You mean one of your own people to uh, audit? Hmm, that sounds like a conflict, conflict of interest. I think the, the, uh, you know, the local State Department of Health should be the only arbiters in this case. And if I was the State Department of Health, I got to say, you're shut down. This, this location is done. You don't get a second chance from this. The State Department of Health is scheduled to inspect the restaurant on Mapunapu, Mapu, Mapunapuna Street on Friday. Oh, not only is it in, in Mapunapuna, it's on Mapunapuna Street. Mapunapuna Matara. The company is also contacting a licensed pest control operator to examine the restaurant for rodents. Well, you know, this goes beyond that. I mean, you're going to have, you know, it's not a matter of whether or not you have rodents in the vicinity, okay? That's going to be a thing that you always have to fight. You're a restaurant, okay? Rodents are going to be a thing, especially on an island, you know? There's nowhere else for these critters to go, okay? It's like Manhattan. The shit is just overwhelmed with rodents because it's an island. Uh... It's just, it's a matter of keeping those rodents uh, away from the buns. <laughs> Don't allow the rodents to, to go between two buns. I think that's the, um... <laughs> if this doesn't make you want to go vegan, I don't know what does. And I, you know, and I'm, and I'm very, very much not interested in being a vegan at all. But <laughs> this kind of makes me think, hmm, what is the meat I'm eating? The Department of Health appreciates the, rem- the remedial and the proactive efforts under- undertaken by the restaurant owner to protect the public health. Uh, the company is consulting its attorneys about potential legal action against the former employees. We are horrified a former employee would create something like this, trying to destroy our reputation with regard for our 20 plus years of quality and aloha. Wow. It says it right there. This is, I guess this is their catchphrase. Our 20 years of quality and aloha. That means uh, 20 years of quality and Hello. But it also could mean our 20 years of quality and goodbye. Because <laughs> it means both, right? I don't know. That's a funny, that's a funny catchphrase, I feel like. Um, oh, yeah. Look out for the rats. Well, scientists and historians have revealed that the worst year to be a human being was 536 AD. That sounds strange to me. Why did they pick this year? Let's find out. The article says it's easy to look back on the past through rose-tinted glasses, as the saying goes. But new research suggests that the mid-6th century was definitely a time we want to forget in human history. A team of historians and scientists has identified AD 536 as the beginning of a terrible sequence of events for humankind. A massive volcanic eruption spewed a huge cloud of ash that shrouded the northern hemisphere in darkness and caused a drop in temperatures that led to a crop failure and major starvation. Hmm. Then the misery was compounded in A.D. 542, which is only, what, six years later, as cold and hungry populations in the Eastern Roman Empire were struck by the bubonic plague. Yeah, bubonic plague, that's not a good thing. I hate to have the bubonic plague. That's a bad weekend right there. Now, in collaboration with glaciologists at the Climate Change Institute of the University of Maine, they've identified the source of the cloud. What cloud? They analyze ice samples. Okay. Researchers were able to identify atmospheric pollutants deposited over these past 2,000 years, according to the study. Substances found in the ice provide evidence that there was a major eruption that took place that scattered ash all over the um, northern hemisphere. The eruption and the... So the combination of this eruption, which blocked out the sun, apparently, 
And the 542 plague outbreak caused economic stagnation in Europe, which lasted more than 30 years until 575 when there were early signs of recovery. This recovery is evidenced by a spike in airborne lead particles that show, show up in ice samples. La, 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 la. There is evidence of total economic transformation between 640 and 660. We might think that we have a lot to complain about in 2018, but at least we're not fighting off the plague as we shiver under a cloud of volcanic ash that blocks out the sun. <laughs> okay. What about the Black Plague? When was that? Is that the same as the Bubonic Plague or is that different? The Black Plague? I'm looking up the Black Plague. Let's find out what year that was. I'm going to say that was a uh, Black Plague. 1347. It started... When did it start? When did it end? How long did the Black Plague... Ooh, and it it faded away in the early 1350s. So it, it lasted, you know, five to ten years-ish. I'm going to say that might have been the worst time. The Black Plague. Awful. I don't know. Is this the worst year? I mean... There's got to be worse years than this. We don't really know what happened in er our earliest history. Maybe that was the worst, you know? I mean, if you go back to 10,000 BC, they're looking at ice cores that show the sun, uh, like the changes in temperature. These ice cores are showing that the change, the fluctuation in temperatures uh, at, the, at the breakup of the last ice age were out of control. Uh, there's a professor called uh, Dr. Schock from Boston University who uh, he wrote a book um, about... Uh, the the geological era that's called there's a there's a time it was called the Younger Dryas and uh, you want to talk about crazy temperature fluctuations crazy volcanic activity crazy seismic activity uh, highly active sun with uh, you know the sun was discharging they believe uh, you know sending these like you know these pockets of extremely hot air that were striking the earth and affecting like everything, everything. People had to, they, they actually theorized that during that time, because of the sun was so active, the temperatures were so high that uh, people were seeking uh, shelter in underground caverns. And they, they believe that this is maybe one of the reasons why uh, there's so many under, old, old underground cities that have been found in Europe. Uh, major underground uh, you know, civilizations that um, they think that, you know, had to be built because these people couldn't even be above ground for like hundreds of years. That is a crazy ass time right there. I don't know. So, I mean, they're picking 536 AD, but, you know, I, I think the jury's still out on this because we just don't know enough about uh, human history to really kind of pick a year. And yeah, this one, this one sounds like a bad one, but, you know, 2018 is pretty bad too. I mean, Tide Pod challenges, Trump, I mean, you name it. There's like some crazy shit going on. You know, cat videos. I'm so... F cat videos. I mean, we're really, really stooping really low in civilization right now. <laughs> but, you know, have you heard about the rat burgers that are being served in Honolulu? <laughs> there's, some, there's some pretty bad shit going on right now in, in civilization that rivals the bubonic plague. Hello? My goodness. Have you heard... Have you heard the new techno music? Oh, God. It's just, it's the worst. I don't know. Black Plague, new music. I'm kind of, ooh, oh, the bubonic plague. Oh, Cardi B, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just messing, guys, obviously. Hey, maybe you think there's a terrible year that isn't 536. Maybe you think there's a, better, there's a worse year that we need to look into in history. Maybe one of you is a historian. One of you is an expert on ancient civilizations and you have another year that you want to throw out there. Well, hit me up. 
hit me up. You can call Weird AF News anytime. My doors are open 24-7, baby. Call the hotline, 646-450-2012. Tell me about your weird fantasy. An ATM machine was found in the Maine woods, and no one knows how it got there. An investigation is underway, obviously. How does an ATM get in the middle of the woods? I'm curious. Let's get into the article. Let's find out. The Hancock County Sheriff's Office wants to know, have you lost an ATM recently? Have you misplaced an ATM? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm just constantly misplacing ATM machines. Maybe my ATM card, yeah, misplaced that half a dozen times in the past week. Just kidding. Uh... Yes, you read that correctly. Missing ATM. Have you replaced? Have you misplaced it? The North Deer Isle woman put Detective Steve McFarland onto one of the strangest found property cases the detective has seen in his 30-year career when this woman reported finding a computer-driven money dispenser at 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning. The lady was out for a walk like she does, like she goes on every day. While out for her walk, she saw this ATM standing upright on the edge of the, of the woods, right where she was walking, and she called the police. She said, this does not look right. Please come investigate. Yes, it doesn't look right. An ATM in the middle of the forest. It's very out of place. Um, now, the, the, the detective, the detective, the detective saw immediately what she meant when he got to the site of the discovery in the woods. About six-tenths of a mile off a dirt road. Footprints left in the sl- snow, likely those of the several people who placed it there. <laughs> it was a Tidel ATM machine, T-I-D-E-L. Now, the, the detective... The, 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 why can't I say the detective? The detective recognized it immediately as a common ATM brand, the smaller kind typically found in convenience stores. It was actually alongside another smaller dirt road in an, in an area frequented by outdoorsmen. It was set up like a hunter might need quick cash for a cup of coffee in the middle of the woods, the, the detective said. Because <laughs> this detective has a sense of humor. It's not unheard of, actually, for police to discover this kind of machinery cast away in hard-to-reach woodsy areas. Really? Never heard of that. But that's usually in cases of burglary, where somebody breaks into a convenience store after closing and carts away the ATM. They bring it somewhere to break into it because it takes a lot of time maybe to break into an ATM machine. So they're like, let me just steal the ATM. I'll put it in the back of this pickup truck. We'll drive it to a, a very secluded area and then we'll beat the shit out of it with a sledgehammer and we'll extract its its contents. Is this the situation with this one though? I don't know. Lesser burglars leave them along roads badly damaged after being pried open, usually tossed out of a moving vehicle like a pickup truck. But this machine was intact, and no one has reported one missing or stolen recently. Very strange indeed. So it wasn't broken into. It was just completely, it was just left there, abandoned, almost like a joke, like a prank. A tip received last week said that it might be an ATM stolen from a diner in Brunswick last fall. It was an investigation that turned out to be a dead end. Usually they are just thrown into the woods, ripped open, and smashed to pieces. If you wanted cash out of it, you certainly would have ripped it open. Well, one clue that supports this theory is when McFarland plugged in the machine, it didn't work. It's a little bit older of a machine when you look at it up close. I'm thinking it was discontinued from service and somebody wanted to get rid of it, thought this would be a good joke. McFarlane hasn't broken open the machine. This is the detective's name. McFarlane hasn't broken open the machine to see if the, if the money is still inside. He's trying to trace the machine to its owner through its serial number and manufacturer. He's prepared to go along with the humor up to a point. <laughs> if, the, if you or someone you know 
<laughs> is the owner of this ATM machine, please call Detective McFarlane at 207-667-7575. He says, I could charge them with littering, but I doubt it. I don't think I would do that. I would probably want the owner to come and get it and dispose of it more appropriately. Oh, you know, the police in Maine are so sweet and so kind. By the way, the photo of this is hilarious, man. It's in the snow. It's so funny. I love weird shit like this, man. This is really... If this is an elaborate prank, which I think that it is, I love it. Because I love elaborate pranks. I love people that spend days trying to figure out a way to prank the world. I just think it's great. It's worth it. Because we need more laughter. We need more weirdness. You know, life can be daunting and taken way too seriously. And we need instances where we're reminded, hey, don't take it so seriously, okay? That's why I like like funny art as well, weird art. I'm like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. I love it. Weird pranks as well are great. I love weird movies, weird music, anything off the wall. It reminds me not to take life so seriously. You know what else reminds me not to take life so seriously? And it probably reminds you not to take life so seriously is Weird AF News. That's right. Your daily broadcast. Well, almost daily, but we're doing the best we can here on this budget. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Weird AF News. So make sure that you uh, give Weird AF News a, a you know, a favorable review. How about that? I'm, I'm getting some bad reviews, and so it'd be nice to get some good ones. You know, you can do it on the Facebook page. You can do it on Amazon. You can do it on iTunes, I think. You can do it on a lot of the places that, a lot of the podcast apps that you listen to podcasts on allow you to rate them and give them, give it stars or thumbs up or whatever the hell it is. So please do that. Weird AF News. People need to know. Here's a place they can go. Share Weird AF News. People need to know. This is a place they can go and, and uh, experience some weird shit, and it can remind them, hey, my life ain't so bad, and also, hey, don't take life so seriously. It's crazy. Bro, Jonesy, I love how you say tourist killed. (laughs) You can't be a tourist if it's illegal to go there. I mean, just saying. But I do agree with you on the whole freedom of religion thing and freedom to leave me the hell alone about your religion thing. I... It sounds to me like bro was brainwashed his entire life to believe. I mean, I've seen just enough movies where they sugarcoat and there's a happy ending. And no matter what some idiot jumps theirself into, they God gets them out of it. And yeah, yeah. It's 2018, bro. <laughs> I totally agree. Here at Cannabis Conundrum, we call that natural selection. And I think natural selection is a good thing. Survival of the fittest or something, right? Hope you had a great turkey day, Jonesy. We love you. There's a place where I can go when I feel low, when I feel blue. It's Weird AF News. Hosted by Jonesy. Do you guys know that song? That I'm parodying? Did I say it right? Parodying? I'm parodying a song there. Please call into Weird AF News and tell me what that song is. I will give you a kiss. Yes, that's what I'll give you. Thanks for those who sent me articles, by the way. Big shout out to those peeps. Also, uh, I want to give a a, a shout out to Angie Trafford, who uh, sent me a little message on... Facebook to let me know that a, a rockery, which I, I talked about a rockery yesterday. I didn't know what the hell a rockery was. A rockery is a decorative garden feature involving rocks and flowers. 
And then she says, disgusted to realize you haven't watched the film Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. Go remedy that right now. We demand a rockery. Get with it, comedian guy. I actually have seen that movie many, many times. It's been a while. Um, I don't remember that line, rockery. And even if I did remember the line, I, it's not a word I know. So that would it'd be meaningless to me. Um, when I first saw that movie, I didn't have a, a smartphone on me, so I couldn't look up uh, these sh- stupid English words that you guys use. <laughs> like rockery. Uh, but yeah, I should watch that movie again because I do love that. It's one of my favorite comedy movies of all time. I should do a top ten list of my comedy films because I love it. Um, and I do like Monty Python quite a bit. So thank you for that, Angie. Thanks for, thanks for uh, slapping me in the face. <laughs> Hey, I want to thank those who have uh, supported me on Patreon, by the way. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the the uh, the post that I put on yesterday. Jonesy gets high and talks about aliens with his friend John, which is about 45 minutes of me really high talking about UFOs and ghosts and Bigfoot and shit. So it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. It actually is pretty deep, too, I got to say. Uh, you can only hear this if you join the Patreon. But if you join the Patreon, you get my album for free and you get to also you know listen to the uh, my prank calls to Florida and my uh, my bonus episode of Weird AF News where I do I don't know I did about a dozen stories that I didn't like news articles that I didn't didn't cover the previous month and they're pretty wild some of them are like too crazy to cover um, and so I put them on there some of them I just couldn't get to so you get you get some extra stuff I'm gonna be doing some extra stuff for the Patreon too by the way I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do a web series I think um, so you get on the Patreon while you can you get my free album download it's patreon.com Slash weird AF news. Also, if you just want to buy my album, that's dope. It's jonesy.com, J O N E S Y.com. And then you get a discount if you put in the code weirdo. That's right. Weirdo gets you half off. Booyakasha. Download Jonesy's comedy album. Uh, support my stand up. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll be performing in your area at some point. So keep in touch with me. Reach out to me. Tell me where you are. I want to hear from people. I want to hear from people like, yo, I'm, like I heard from someone in Singapore. Yo, come to Singapore. Hell yeah. I don't want to come to Singapore and perform. That's a dream come true. And if I get enough money together on the Patreon, I'll just travel around and entertain y'all. I'll record. I'll do live Weird AF News in your living room. How about that? Yeah. You just got to make me dinner. Just make me dinner and I'll do it right in your living room. Yeah, you can sit there and watch, watch me do my shit. Not, there's really not much to see, but I mean, maybe I'll, I'll do it shirtless. How about that? I'll do it topless in your apartment. Yeah. You know, you got to give people a bonus, something to, <laughs> something to motivate them. Uh, if you want to reach out in other ways, the number is 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. I love y'all. And I appreciate your loyal... Fanage. Fanage, is that a word? I appreciate your fan your your loyal fanage <laughs> and your love. <laughs>